Hello, my name is Evan Jacobs and welcome to the Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir Aftermath podcast. These interviews are part of an ongoing series chronicling the hardcore punk music scene in Orange County, California and sometimes elsewhere. They are an addendum to the film Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir. This is a documentary I made that chronicles the 1990s hardcore punk scene. You can stream Orange County Hardcore Scene Stir on Vimeo. For $2 a month, you can watch every Anadimia film by subscribing to Anadimia Films Unlimited on Vimeo. Links for all this stuff are in each episode description. To support this podcast, please like, rate, and review it. Also, please subscribe to Anadimia Films TV on YouTube, where you can view all of these podcasts in their original video form. There was a show at Spanky's that we played. And again, that was another, that place was great because the, the sound system was so huge. It was like way too loud for like for that venue. And I remember uh, playing and I remember kind of looking up and stuff was falling from the ceiling. <laughs> and, you know, I was, I was just like, okay, yeah, we've done it. You know, we're, we've done what we come came to do, you know, like the building is collapsing, you know, so. You've laid so waste. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that was, that was like a, a I thought that was a good, you know, uh, benchmark, you know. So, um, from there at that point, um, I, I don't see a ton of you. Um, and then I'm, and then I hear, Oh, John's in a playing in a psychobilly band, which maybe you were. And, but, now, like, what are you doing now? Like, like, can you kind of take us through, like, what happened after that? And, like, I didn't mean to throw out, like, all the names of those other bands, but I just, I would hear that you were doing stuff. And I, I was always intrigued, like, oh, Rick, you, like, it was intriguing to me. Yeah, um, like, a little bit before, I think, the Exit Wounds stuff, or maybe after, um, no, before, before, I... I just kind of, um, kind of like hit a wall with, uh, the punk alternative that was around me. You know, I did see a lot of, a lot of good bands, um, post-punk, um, you know, in, in the Long Beach area, you know, like the Jesus Lizard and, um, just all kinds of bands, you know, that were, uh, that were kind of happening around the time. And, um, but then I, I just kind of, you know, wasn't that excited about it. And I started listening to, um, the band, uh, X like really, really hard again. Like, you know, I had all their stuff, but I started like listening to it, like really paying attention. And then all of a sudden I, I kind of realized like, okay, well there's like this, like kind of roots country, you know, rock and roll rockabilly thing in there. And I'm kind of like, you know, and I knew, you know, and I knew uh, from way back, you know, like Billy Zoom, like uh, played with Gene Vincent, you know, in like, like 1970 or 69 or something like that. So I knew, you know, he was actually like a, you know, like a rockabilly guy. And so I, I get through all of that. And then um, I'm kind of like, you know, I'm like, well, there's this one X album and, Dave Alvin is on it. He was in the blasters. 
start listening to the blasters. And then I'm like, wow, you know, what else was going on around that time in LA? And I'm like, well, there's Los Lobos, you know, and I just kind of start gra gravitating towards uh, more of the roots, rock and roll kind of stuff. And the I'm assuming you've stuff. always been a Cramps fan or no? Um, not die hard until around that time. Okay. You know, I kind of knew about them, but I didn't really understand it. And then, um, cause when I hear the blasters, that's what I think of. Yeah. And, and, um, and the blasters, you know, gosh, they were, they were incredible. Oh yeah. You know, and they're still incredible. Yeah. They're, they're like a, they're like a music catalog that, um, they they know so many songs and they surpass like anybody's knowledge. You know, if you ever want a good uh, like just me quick music lesson and history lesson, just go see you know the Blasters or Dave Alvin. Um, but yeah, I, I totally kind of started gravitating towards that, and then I was like, well, God, maybe I want to play guitar. You know, so I started playing guitar, and that just kind of um, reinforced that. Um, that kind of music and that kind of feel. And then I just started, um, uh, I started going to uh, a club in Anaheim called the doll hut and the doll hut had been there for a while. And I went there a couple times to see this was pre, uh, you know, rockabilly for me just to see, like, I think I saw like the cheater slicks from Boston who were like this two guitar garage band and um, saw a couple other bands there. You know, I was like, yeah, okay. And then somebody recommended, um, yeah, just go to the doll hut. You know, you'll, you'll, you'll dig it, you know? And I did, I started going and um, I, every, every band I saw there just like completely blew my mind as far as like, you know, playing music and what they were doing and you know yeah it's it's simple it's it's country it's it's rockabilly it's americana but there's so much more to it that makes it work so i became really um kind of fascinated by it you know and i just kept following that and saw a lot of um saw a lot of incredible bands you know at this little have you ever been to the dollhead oh yeah oh yeah 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 you know like the they used to have the sign on the wall, the uh, legal occupancy was 48 people. You know, that's how big it was. Right, right. Um, I saw I saw social distortion there one night. And um, and it was just like crowded. And I, I got in and I, I stood by the wall like the entire time next to the jukebox and I couldn't move. And that's how many people were there. And I remember standing outside and Steve Soto was yep. the doorman. Yeah. And um, some kid comes by and he's like, you know, hey, is it sold out? And Steve like opens the door and there's just no room, no bodies, you know, just bodies falling out. And Steve's like, 10 bucks. And the kid hands him the money and the kid like, open, he gets to the doorway and he starts looking and Steve just kind of leans up against him and just shoots the kid into the crowd and shuts the door <laughs> and says, we're sold out, you know, but that, that's how incredible, you know, the doll hut was, it was, you know, a, a completely uh, nationwide renowned uh, tour stop 
for up and coming bands who you know, like you know later got signed, right? Uh, you know, and it, it just had this great history and this great um, uh, club feel that you could just go there any night and you were going to see something that you've never seen before. <laughs> <laughs> 